listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. A good evening. <laughs> we are back. It is Wednesday again. It, it is Hope Alive Radio Mind Your Business, the show where we want to add value to small businesses, give them ideas and strategies to make more money, we want to talk to people that are in the ecosystem, adding value to small businesses. We want to be the home for small business owners. Oh, yes. Business owners with a vision, business owners that want to grow. And I'm your host, Ndando Masego, and I don't get to do this fun stuff alone. I've got some superstars here with me. The king of social media. Yay, who hates The famous one. The, who <laughs> hates that introduction. <laughs> That is not going away. How are you, witness? I'm good. How are you, Ntando? No, Superman. I can't get you to that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the listeners could see you. You get so shy. <laughs> it flashes when yes. you say that. But it's not social media alone that it dominates mm. on, obviously. And he's got a whole lot of other things that he's doing. And I'm here with Oseho, our Resident CFO. Of course, of course, of course. The money lady. among the thorns. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the bank. <laughs> the one with the bank. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, today we've got a special guest. And we get to talk to an entrepreneur that's doing amazing things. An entrepreneur that's adding value to small businesses in a space where many are struggling. I want... Witness to give us uh, the profile of this amazing lady. I was listening to some of the work that she's doing, and it's quite, insp- it's quite inspiring. I know she's already laughing and smiling. You look fired <laughs> up. <laughs> can I can't wait to hear what you have mm-hmm. to say today. Witness, go ahead. Obviously, this evening we've got Kekeleto Mulato. She's a young businesswoman. She's a marketing strategist. Online marketing trainer, finder, mm-hmm. founder of Jedi Marketing, mm-hmm. a strategic consultancy based in Johannesburg. She has an academic background in marketing management, a BCom that is, and serves as a marketing consultant to business leaders, assisting them in streamlining and optimizing their marketing approaches for optimal results. Keke is featured as a guest trainer on various marketing platforms, including Ibasa Institute of Business Advisors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and served as co-host of the annual State of Marketing event alongside marketing veteran Tony Shem. Wow, <laughs> incredible. <laughs> okay. And maybe maybe let me speak to, uh, also read here, because uh, I see that it says, upon identifying an oversaturation of marketing agencies in South Africa, mm. with very few investing the necessary time and resources into going deep with mm-hmm. clients in order to fully understand and serve their unique and intricate needs, Keke founded Jedi Marketing for purposes of bridging that gap. Mm. Uh, her mission is to help individuals and organizations build brand equity <laughs> and inc- increase market share through thought leadership and lead generating strategies that translate into valuable business relationships. Jedi Marketing is commonly known and loved by clients for their passion 
for seeing them succeed through the creation and implementation of people-centric and results-oriented marketing mm. strategies. Mm. Mm. You see, she what has an, an introduction. that you. I look at the profile, I look hey. at her, hey. and I go, well, you, so you look young for this profile. <laughs> And but she she hasn't opened her mouth to speak, hey. and I already want to be a customer. Oh, wow. <laughs> Amazing! Oh, okay. it? It's like the profile That's speaks for her. Yeah, behalf. it speaks volumes. Okay, how are you? I'm well, thanks. Thanks so much for having me. Wonderful to have you. So tell us, how did this all start for you? This is amazing work that you're doing. Thank you. Mm. Oh my goodness. So this started um, in 2016. So I had actually left. Um, I was working in events and marketing management and I left my job very suddenly. Story for another day. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, very, very suddenly. Um, I was still younger at the time, still living at home. Um, So it was a bit of a safer jump, Mm. but Mm -hmm. um, I had no idea what I wanted to do afterwards. I knew that I was very, very passionate about marketing. So I thought I'm going to look for a corporate job in okay. marketing mm. and what ended up happening was um i left the company and there was a marketing agency that was working with the company i used to work with yeah. and because i used to actually even when i was in that company i used to do some of their job for them and they called me and said listen we need someone to do some social media writing for us uh, uh. and that was actually my first client so I actually stumbled into this business. It's not something that I planned. Mm. Yes. And mm. from then on, um, I would do some part-time work with them on a freelance basis. Mm. And then I identified other clients who required um, social media <laughs> okay. and writing. Because that's where I started. We started as a social media agency mm-hmm. and ev- evolving to what we are today. Interesting. Yes. Uh, w- let me take you to where you were starting with yeah. the one client inexperienced and as you're saying stumbled into it yes what was the challenge like for you in coming up with the price because pricing is a big issue for small businesses starting you up you guys like money especially <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course you're always asking that question of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> <It's> pricing <laughs> no revenue no business right? <laughs> No, it's such a good question because I definitely believe that I undercharged a lot in the beginning. Mm. But okay. I also utilized that as an opportunity to learn. You know, I, I, you'd ra- I personally would rather, you know, undercharge and over deliver, especially yeah. when I'm so new to it. I don't really have much of a track record besides my qualification mm. and the bit of marketing I did in my previous job. So those clients were also giving me experience, which serves me today. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to go back to your question, how did I manage the pricing? Um, I honestly just asked other people um okay. who were working you know in the industry what would they charge mm-hmm. um and, and i worked based off of that but i wouldn't say i got it right i, okay. I just b- based it off of perception and i also charged an hourly rate oh. but, but it was still a good benchmarking i mean i think that's how most of us do it yeah you just, ch- you just check the market and what they're charging and you yes. position yourself and saying, this is how I'm going to determine my, or I'm going to price my, uh, my, my, mm-hmm. my product. So, yeah. yeah I it's what mod, most people are yeah, doing. Yeah, and yeah. It's yeah. she's saying it's what most people should not be doing. <laughs> yeah. So, which begs the question, though, yeah. Kiki, are you still doing that? Do you still benchmark against I know, industry? I, with with this track record. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 <No>. <laughs> you set the price. 
<laughs> yeah, now I do. Yeah, now I do. And and I'm not going to lie. I I we're not cheap now. Okay. <laughs> but be, okay. but it it's really is because of how much thought and effort we put into the marketing we do. We've even partnered with so many other agencies and we've just realized that um there is so much value that we bring to each client and so much attentiveness that is very hard to replicate. Mm-hmm. So, so, so we don't, um, yeah, we don't, what was your question again, witness? Just repeat it. <laughs> I was asking if you still charge Are you the way you used to use no. benchmark. Now we charge based on value. So we mm. see yeah. what is the service going, how is the service going to be of value to your company and for what mm-hmm. period? And we charge based on that value. So now you're the benchmark. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I hope so. <laughs> All right. So, uh, how has the experience been for you since you got your model right, got mm. the few clients coming in, and the business is growing? Because it's a journey as an entrepreneur, and it comes with its own challenges. So, how has my experience been through the yeah. growth process? Yeah. Is that yes. what you're asking me? It's been good, but mm-hmm. there also have been not so good moments. Yeah, so um, so so I would say that my experience was. I don't think I had. I don't think I had a lot of trouble with attracting clients. Okay. I think I was very like blessed in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, my hardest part was actually people, getting <laughs> the right people on my team to assist me. That was the hardest <laughs> part. Like, I, I, you'd never expect no. that. You think the hardest part is actually opening getting the business and getting uh. the clients. If you do excellent work and if you really care about giving results mm. to clients, like clients come to you. Clients refer other people. Mm. That's, that's okay. always happened for us in a very natural mm. and organic way. But I think yeah. for me, my challenge was not being very wise in um, hiring decisions. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so can you get into examples of that? Not being wise in hiring decisions? So... Okay, okay. so I would say that in the beginning, my first hire was actually an ex-colleague and a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, that one wasn't <laughs> bad. Yes, no, but honestly, it, it, it wasn't a bad working experience. I think she actually served such a pivotal role in the okay. business. I, you know, I mean, even to this day, I absolutely appreciate the work she did for the company. Mm-hmm. I believe she actually did work very hard. And I also had that benefit of having worked with her previously. Mm-hmm. So okay. at least I knew that she has work ethic. Yeah. You know, um, she did end up leaving, you know, a very long story. And I think the ending wasn't great, but it, it, it mm. wasn't bad. The mm. thing is, I always had it in my mind that whoever I work with, I'm always, <laughs> you know, like mm. I'm go- it's, it's going to stay for the long run and it's going to become a partner in the business, wow. you know, and a director. Mm. Expectations. So yeah, expectations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was the yeah. So that was the first one, and 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 the next person I actually brought upon is who is my business partner today. So, yeah. so this one was actually a friend, actually one of my best friends. Okay, mm-hmm. and okay. it Just worked out. But reason being is there also was a testing period. So how she came, um, how that came about was I would chat to her about my business. She was in a company unhappy. She actually worked in interior design, not even in hmm. marketing. But okay. each time we'd chat, she'd give me strategic ideas for my clients. Okay. Wow. So she'd like be consulting me and I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I need you. Yes. And, and because we, you know, we both really loved like self-development and reading mm. books. She was also like, I remember she was like a really good writer as well. So okay. I thought, man, you can do social media writing. You know, yes. you can write some, some emails. Um, and then she took that on as a side hustle. Mm. 
And mm. after about a year and a half of doing that, um, we decided uh, it, it was a process, but you know, she left uh, the job that she was at and mm. came and joined me full time at Jedi Marketing. And from there, we skyrocketed. Amazing. Like her wow. and I together, it's it, it really just was like fireworks. Mm. Um, but then the next hires after that didn't go so well. Because <laughs> I think because of that good experience that I had, yes. I thought other experiences would be like that. Similar. And I think I didn't mm. do like the necessary due diligence for mm. future hires. And I think that's been the biggest setback for my business. Because bringing the wrong person in causes so much damage to, mm. your, like, to your operations, to your culture. And it, it takes some time to revive that mm. you know have yeah. you have you thought of about um outsourcing some of your shared services like maybe your uh, maybe hiring each uh, of services somewhere else or are you doing everything <laughs> so yeah. i'm not ready to do that as yet mm. i mean we're still very small you know okay. like right actually at, at, at this moment it's myself and my business partner and obviously service providers for mm. other aspects that we need mm. but i still want to be very close to the process mm. and i know that a lot of people will utilize recruitment agencies but for i, I need a specific type of character mm. you know so i'm i'm, I'm still <laughs> working that out i still don't i can see that. myself i can yeah. see myself in you <laughs> you know every time i'm like i want to see everybody who's hi we are hiring i'm, I'm also like you yeah. i want to get the feel of who's coming yes <laughs> yeah. mm. yes so, so would you say then um with outsourcing all other services the business provides that works because you know with hiring mm. you can sit and say i want to see the character of the person but with outsourcing th that company that mm. you're outsourcing to can just decide listen we've got a new accounts manager you dealing with this person mm -hmm. and the person you were dealing with last week it's gone. <laughs> it's so gone to another company or something, yeah. I hear you. So what we do with the outsourcing, we, we try not to outsource our core business, okay. our core mm -hmm. competency. So when it comes to strategy, when it comes to like the digital regeneration, we still keep that internal Decision? because we, we mm -hmm. know we do that excellent. But, you know, we have clients, clients like like a one-stop shop. Yeah, so they absolutely. like someone, you know, and, and because they really know, like, and trust us, um, it's better for us if they say that we want web development, then we've developed um, a relationship mm. with web developers who we've known for, like, four years now, okay. and we know that they deliver really well. So because early in my business, I actually worked in a co-working space with a lot of other small businesses, I was mm -hmm. able to make those, those um, relationships. relationships. Nice. But outsourcing has been difficult in... In other aspects, I mean, we actually had a situation very recently where um, we uh, referred, you know, one of our clients for like a PR agency and it didn't really go as planned. We didn't know mm. the business well enough, but it didn't go as planned. So we've also learned to just mm. be a bit more careful because not all, not all businesses operate with the same standard of excellence. True. You know, True. so it also requires due diligence. Mm. Okay. And sometimes they don't even share the same values as, as yes. you, which is quite tricky. Yes. All right. So t take us through what you do for small businesses. I'm sure someone listening is thinking, okay, she sounds amazing. She's amazing. Eh? Mm -hmm. Speaking excellence, mm -hmm. lead gen optimization, mm -hmm. all this big <laughs> English. What is it that you do <laughs> for small businesses? Okay, so um, when we say small businesses, um, let's or also generally, let's generally say your clients, maybe you yeah, small yeah. businesses, yeah. fifty yeah. million turnover and below. Okay, yes, yeah. 
Or the numbers make sense. Uh, he said yeah. 50 million and he said, okay, now, now I get above. you guys. Gotcha. <laughs> so, so the services we provide um, are, I would say, number one, brand and strategy development. Okay. You, all, you have to start at strategy. Everyone knows that. I don't even need to elaborate. And then um, the second pillar is um, digital lead generation. So mm-hmm. I told okay. you that we started off as a social media marketing agency. Yeah. What I realized is that some marketing can get very fluffy. You can say yes. you want social media marketing, you're posting, it's not really going anywhere. Mm. Yeah. There needs to be a lot of intentionality regarding what you are doing, mm-hmm. especially if you are parting with budget. So we yep. found lead generation to be very effective, mm-hmm. but also lead, lead nurturing. So taking people... Um, getting leads off of social media through ads um, or even um, we utilize LinkedIn. We're actually very LinkedIn heavy. Okay. Um, and, and and then, um, you know, once you have that lead, bringing them into a marketing funnel, doing lead nurturing, which is communicating and building a relationship with them via email. Mm. And for some clients, we've actually even gone as far as doing live events for them. Mm. We actually still do that. Um, and then the third part is, um, so I, I mentioned the lead gen, I mentioned the strategy. Oh, and training and, and workshops. Nurturing. Teaching. So, oh. yeah, so, so, so teaching. So sometimes um, a, a company will say to us, uh, you know, we want you to train our marketing team on digital marketing management and we are able to do that or thought leadership marketing we'll do that or even small business owners so um there was a time i don't do it anymore but um i used to run workshops for small businesses teaching them how to do it themselves especially a lot of it's a lot of like especially micro Mm. don't have the budget Mm -hmm. to hire so just teaching them the nitty-gritties of how to set up advertising in a way that's mm. going to be profitable for their businesses. Okay, so so I've been listening to a, a, like big English words. So if I'm Seho and I'm starting something, yes. I don't even know what I want. All I know is that I have 500,000, I'm starting this business, and so far I've been selling this um, constantly, this constant income. Mm. So how, how do you help me? Because, you know, sometimes we don't even really know how, you know, we just know marketing. Yeah. We're going to market. The link is too high. <laughs> So what I find with a lot of startups is some people bring on marketing very prematurely. Mm. I think sometimes, are you marketing ready? I think there's a stage of your business where you just need to be doing business development and not necessarily... It depends what type of a business you're running. Obviously, if you're running Mm. an online store... So business development, you mean sales? Sales, Mm. yes. Clients in? Yes. Because if you're going to get a good marketing agency, you are going to have to part with budget. Mm. If you don't have budget, you're not... It's going to be very hard to get a good service that's going to give you tangible results. Yeah. Okay. So does marketing, obviously, um, not a lot of people listening to you now understand what marketing is mm-hmm. exactly. That and the, uh, I see why Seho asked yes, that yeah. question. Let's simplify the link. A, yeah. a lot of people confuse marketing <laughs> and advertising and they confuse it with business development, like mm-hmm. what you were saying. Mm-hmm. And they think that if I've got a marketing budget, let's say 200,000 rands or 20,000 or 5,000, mm-hmm. that would automatically direct into sales of X amount. Mm-hmm. Now, can you provide clarity in terms of uh, what marketing really does for a business and for clients so that they understand that if I'm coming in, if you are mm-hmm. coming in as a marketing company, mm-hmm. you are there building a campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the campaign is only to bring clients to know about you so that you can do mm. the business development yes. but people don't really know about that yes. so can you provide some clarity around that mm. okay okay yeah so marketing there's a clear distinction between marketing and sales mm. right mm-hmm. marketing does involve advertising though yeah yeah it mm-hmm. does um but you know the point of marketing 
is to reach, you know, find where your target audience congregates and find a way to reach them and find mm -hmm. a way to speak to them. Mm -hmm. And basically the role of marketing is to bring in those leads, which can be handed over to the sales team. Mm -hmm. So there's two, I th there's two approaches. There's, <laughs> I, I, I there's like your answers. You just can't escape the lingo. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> really? Do you Which think? Do you think? That lingo is important. Do you think? Oh, very so important. Okay, lingo. I think it's maybe the how I naturally <laughs> communicate. So you must just let me know if I need to tone it down. No, no, no. But, it's okay. It's but, okay. But, but, so, so, startups need to look more at lead generate. If startups are going to do marketing, it needs to be lead generating. I think yeah. the bigger the business is, the more they'll focus on like the brand equity side of it, which is For like sure. more of the awareness. But like if you're right at the beginning stages, then you are looking at the lead gen. And the role of that is to get the email address, you know, yeah, get people aware of what you do. And then you hand over that to the sales team. The sales team now will do the proper job of Calling. selling the business. Yeah. Yeah. Can, I, can okay. I ask yeah. you just also a lame question? Is, is advertising on Facebook part of lead generation? Absolutely. Okay, just wanted Absolutely. just to mm. bring it to that level. Okay. But on All the right, Facebook so page, do, not do on your personal profile. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference between the two. Do you ever get uh, situations where you've done the work you spent the budget, you brought the leads, but the client is not converting and it's not down to you not being unable to bring the traffic. You brought the traffic, but the client yes. is just not closing. Yes. And but how do you navigate waters around that? <laughs> I mean, that's not our fault. You know? It was you very fast. <laughs> Yeah, you, you you know, you've paid us for what you hired us to do. Mm -hmm. um, so so that really is up to the client. But it's also good. I mean, the more leads, the better. So whenever mm -hmm. the sales team is ready to convert them, mm. then they'll be ready to convert them. But we've never really come across that issue of mm -hmm. a client not utilizing the leads we've brought them. So I don't even know how okay. that would happen. Is there an, an element of pre-qualifying clients before you do campaigns for them to see that if we do bring the traffic, do they have a good product in the first place? Uh, yeah, that is very, very important. So my mm -hmm. business partner and I like to say <laughs> that um, we want to choose our clients as much as they choose us. Okay. You know, to see if mm. there is alignment between what it is you're looking for and what it is we can provide. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, is your business marketing ready? Sometimes people think marketing <laughs> is the problem, but there's actually internal mm. operations in the business <laughs> that need help before marketing okay. can even come in and try to solve the problem. Yeah. You know, so, um, I mean, with one client whom we started just doing social media for them and our business relationship has evolved into so much. But through working with them, we discovered, we actually discovered that, oh, first we need to go back to branding and we need to go mm. back to marketing strategy. So we ended up doing a whole marketing and brand strategy and you know, starting with email. So, so we are, we, we will identify those gaps, you know, cause even for us, we are very passionate about our clients succeeding. And Kay. even if you come to us for a specific service, if that service is not a right fit, we will recommend something different. And even if it's not been, even if it's not of benefit to us, we don't want to take your money if we're not confident that we can deliver what it is yeah. we require. The other thing that I wanted to ask you: um, Have you ever come across? Okay, obviously I go on social media and I sometimes I see certain um, 
the branding of companies or maybe a website that is so dull. Yeah. So if I'm a company and you come in to provide that service, are you also sometimes able to advise me to say, actually your website is not uh, interactive or whatever, um, we can um, uh, assist you. Are you able also to assist, you assist companies with such things like um, website development and stuff? So, yes, we'll obviously, the, the execution of it will be with our website development okay. partners. Mm. You mm -hmm. know, we're not going to do it ourselves internally. Mm. But we will do that because before you even develop the website, we have, it has to align. Do you even have a marketing strategy? Because that mm. website needs to align with the marketing strategy, mm. Mm -hmm. you know. Mm. Um, and then, obviously, then there'd be a content strategy. How will that content strategy be incorporated into your website? We have to look at the copywriting. So before we even get to the development, there's an entire strategic process that has to happen. So we can do that, but it's a, it's a big project as well. <laughs> okay. But I mean, for, for, for people who are starting up, maybe it's not as complicated. I know when I built my, my own website, which I did myself, I just went on WordPress, did a WordPress mm. template, just, you know, put something together so that people could see that this is a running business. <laughs> and over time, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and over time, yeah. you know, because sometimes we also focus so much on perfection, you know. Yeah. Sometimes we focus so much on perfection. There's actually this entrepreneur, um, and he's a podcaster as well. I don't know if you guys know him. His name is Tim Ferriss. Um, and he oh, says, if, if your first version of a product mm -hmm. is like perfect, like your launch is perfect, then you've launched too late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so sometimes, you know, sometimes mm. like just go and, mm. and you'll, you'll, you'll iterate as you. So how important is that uh, for business people or entrepreneurs, young and old, um, to start even if it's not perfect? Okay. <laughs> I have to also acknowledge my personality and I realize that as, as entrepreneurs, we have different personalities. So yeah. sometimes I also tend to communicate like the way I do things is right, but it's maybe not be, it may not be suited to mm. other personalities. Mm -hmm. But personally, I believe that you have to, you have to test something out. You have to test is what, I, is someone going to pay for what I'm offering? Sometimes yeah. you can develop this whole thought process and this whole product or operation, and then you take it to market and no one buys it. So I think you have to just um, like put yourself out there and learn as you go along, take feedback from the market, and how are you going to get that feedback if you haven't launched? Mm. Yeah. And then the right. other thing that I also wanted to ask you, ne? obviously we are on social media. Um, I know I get frustrated when I go, I see an advert, and I reply on it, and I don't get the answer immediately <laughs> so 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 could, could you maybe yeah. advise companies because i get so frustrated i literally could just move from your company to another because i see a lot of them going on facebook on obviously social media and they never reply on time she's a very fussy buyer <laughs> oh really yes yeah 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 so 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 the importance of saying if you're on social media you're going to advertise there um the importance of always being be able to answer quickly because that's what the, we expect yeah like the downside of if you want to go there these are these are the repercussion of it um maybe advice on that yeah also depending on if you're selling something online, mm. you, you have to have a quick response mm. time. That, that, that is vital. Online shops, mm. you, you have to. Um, if it's more service-based business, I think mm. there is a bit of a grace period, but I, it wouldn't. more than 24 hours, I think, is too much. 
Okay. Yeah. Have Social you ever ca- came across that a company that has that problem? Because I, w- I was, I was, <laughs> I was frustrated about something. I was trying to do a solar thing, and <laughs> I was trying to to request a code for solar, and it took almost a week. Somebody just what? said, "Yeah, yeah somebody oh just no, said, no, yeah. that's out of order." And I was like, um, "Do they ever get um, told that you have to?" So it means the sales people are slagging. Yeah. Remember what you say? I think does it not go back to what you were saying that you could do an entire marketing campaign mm-hmm. and get the product into the Okay, mm-hmm. to people's eyes mm-hmm. and uh-huh. mouths. Not be ready. But the market, um, the sales team is just not ready to convert. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you've never come across that like company like that that are, are struggling to make money just because they're not responding on time or they're not following their leads. Okay, the ones <laughs> I haven't come across that. <laughs> or is it is it part of what you do for your clients? You coach mm. them on follow up procedures and all of those things. Nice. We do. Mm-hmm. We do. I mean, most of the time with our clients, we would do it for them. Okay. Because it, obviously, if you're not doing it, it's <laughs> you don't have the time <laughs> to do it. <laughs> you know, so hire someone, just invest that amount. You know, mm-hmm. even if it's a virtual assistant, if they don't want to outsource it, but hire someone to do it. How much would, mm-hmm. that, cha- uh, would that cost the client? <laughs> I, mean I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I, never, I always ask this. Yeah, I've been waiting. <laughs> how much? <laughs> how much? Yeah, how much? Yeah, because if you're gonna manage, if you're gonna manage a, a business's entire, uh, let's say, sales development Not process, true. like they click, it comes to you, mm. you manage that on their behalf, and then you say, here's the client. Yeah. How much is that? No, you mean the sales development? Pro- I thought no. I, I thought we're talking about the process of answering questions and Response queries, times. community community management. Mm. That's what yes, I mean. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, Not the sales process. We don't get involved in that. Okay, you just man- manage responding on time. Wh- where in the inbox or yes, or in the inbox, inbox or on the website. Comments. Yes. Comments. Okay, cool. So, so for for a good strategy, um, a strategy, uh, a marketing strategy to work. Which departments are key? Like I know you spoke about communication, you spoke about sales. Just put maybe perspective. Oh, that's such a good question. Mm-hmm. It's such a good question because sometimes companies think that marketing <laughs> works in like silos. Yeah, like it's isolation, just isolated yeah. isolated isolated departments. Yes, and yes, there yes. always has to be alignment and synergy between marketing and sales. Mm. Yeah. There always has to be because you have to understand what it is the sales team wants to achieve for the marketing to, to work together. So we found that so even with... Um, our clients, maybe more like the medium-sized clients, we before even developing a marketing strategy, we have to speak to the sales team. We have to speak to the business development team. They, mm-hmm. they, there has to be that alignment. So okay. And even the if you have access to the um, even directors, <laughs> you know, people who, who, who see the vision, the, the mm. bigger picture and the vision of the company, you know, where it's going, it's important, as many people as possible. Because um, mm-hmm. what I realize is... is Marketing affects so many people and areas in the organization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so 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 it should never be its own standard. It's really and everything. No sales, yeah. no sales, no no not income, not income, yeah. income, no salary, no money. <laughs> so even HR doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing I wanted to ask you in my past life, I was shocked to um, one time somebody said, you know, I'm 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 working in communications. I'm not in marketing. Okay. What is the difference? Or there could be PR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PR. You know, yeah, I was PR. not shocked. I thought, I thought everything else was like there. PR, internal <laughs> communications. Mm. I'm also not very well versed mm. on. That's why, it, as a, uh, like, as I mentioned, when mm. a client needed PR, I was like, "We'll find you a PR person. Mm. <laughs> We're mm. not going to do it ourselves." Mm. Also, yeah. PR so is something that you outsource. 
Yes. But there's something you've been speaking big of, and that's branding and brand development, mm-hmm. brand strategy. What's the value of that to businesses? Because when you speak in that language, for many, they don't. It's something that's fuzzy mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. many business owners, and all they hear is spend money, spend money, spend money, <laughs> and marketing for many businesses is like an expense item. They don't, s- they see it as an expense. Mm-hmm. So a painful true. one, which many mm-hmm. would like yeah. to spend as little, little as possible. As possible, yeah. If you're a startup, spend mm-hmm. as little as possible on branding. That's my advice. Mm-hmm. Like the branding is more for, in, in our experience, the branding is also more for the more established companies. Mm-hmm. So when I branded my company, literally, I did a logo on PowerPoint. <laughs> okay. Because your brand is formed when by... When you were starting up. When I was starting up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. your your brand is formed by how the clients view and value you. That's going to be your brand yeah. early on. It's going to be how you deliver, whether you provide the solutions that the client is looking for. They're going mm-hmm. to become your mouthpiece you know, mm. your spokesperson. So as long as you actually have something in place, I know that there are a lot of companies, even on uh, websites like Fiverr, where you can get people to design logos and business cards for you. Just get the just get the main things that will show that mm. I actually am a business, no, but don't business. invest too much time. I mean, sorry, too much time and too much money um, mm-hmm. until you actually are established because I think there are other priorities. Mm. So, so, so for when small businesses then, what would be the priority in your case? Uh, for small businesses, yeah. for mm. for startups, you startups mean. Yeah. so for startups, it would definitely be get a logo, um, get a website, mm-hmm. or at the very least a landing page, okay. um, business cards, um, social media pages. Okay. If 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 you're in an industry that requires that, so that people can see that you are a valid and running business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the other thing that um, used to shock, not really shock, used to be how we used to talk. Obviously, and a I was company in profile. Sorry. Ah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> when I was when I started, um, I was in finance. So every time when a new company come and then they don't have a landline, it used to be the it thing. <laughs> 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 I swear to God, I used to just I used to check by just calling, and I'm like. This company is a cell phone. How important it is to have a company <laughs> number like that is specific. It can be a cell phone now, but I'm just saying during those days it used to be the most important thing. Has it changed? Yeah, has now? it changed now? Like yeah, to have a company number. Yes, landline. A landline. Yeah, landline mm. or cell phone. You're a business. Um, we're talking branding now? here. You're branding mm. yourself. Do you want to have a landline? Do you Honestly, need? Do you want to have a doing. Gmail account? No, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> hey, Gmail. Okay. You see where I'm coming from? <laughs> <laughs> you know, a cell phone equivalent to Gmail. Yeah. And then landline obviously yeah. is equivalent to having your own uh, domain. domain. Oh my gosh. I definitely, definitely don't utilize Gmail. <laughs> Wait, I don't don't utilize Gmail. Um get it's for I, business it, email. Yeah, for business yeah. email. Don't utilize mm. Gmail. Get a business email, you know, get hosting. Mm. Um and also, in terms of landline, I, I, I don't. I think cell phones okay. I just think we're in that age. In that era. But but, mm-hmm. but I so so personally, I do believe you should separate your personal mm. number from. They should be if it's a cell phone, it must still be a dedicated mm. business business oh, cell yeah. phone number. Mm. But just mm. practically, I, I'm not sure if a landline is that. Well, it feasible. it used to be a it big used thing. To be, yeah. yeah, but I think with technology now, you can have a landline on your cell phone. Yeah. yeah. Can, can I can I also ask softwares yeah. to mess things up like that? Yeah. Yeah. Also the the having a website. Um 
obviously I was also shocked that you they say they say oh, you have to pay for hosting. Yes. Um. Do, do you perhaps have a, maybe an idea how much it is of the process? Maybe just to tell the listeners. Yes. Let me try and recall. <laughs> <laughs> um. So probably for the domain, uh, for .co.za domain, you'll pay about ninety rand a year just to buy the domain. If it's a .com, maybe about two fifty. Imagine how cheap it is. It's so cheap. Imagine. Um. And then hosting. Wow. You get. People who start at fifty rand a month mm. to do your hosting for you. Mm. Yeah. So, so companies don't have excuses now. Startups no. don't have excuses to have. No. And then there's the development I mean of the, the website. Yeah. Which you said you can we do yourself. Do yourself in, yes. in the beginning. Mm. Yeah. It won't look so nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you worry about the niceness later. Later. <laughs> so another, another question is when you started. Yes. Obviously, you were looking for companies. I get a business development. You said that's the main, main thing. Yes. H- h- what was the strategy? How did you go about it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good question. Because yeah. she was a business herself. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And she said it was easy for her. But exactly. you know what? Because, it, so I, I really was blessed. Because I, I didn't, I really, I mean, to this day, um, I haven't been very, I haven't done a lot of business development mm. because people have come to us. And, th- and this is why, with that first client, give them the most amazing service. Like when mm. you start a business, I, I, I know I'm going off point a bit, but I really believe I need to mm. mention this. A lot of people like the idea of entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship is basically you seeing that there's a need in the market that you really want to solve. It's not about you being an entrepreneur and running a business. Sometimes mm. we think more about ourselves. You need to think about wha- who is the ser- uh, mm. segments of people that I want to serve and how am I going to solve that problem for them and really feel like a deep need for that. Do you know what I Because mm. I think when you when you go into that, you know, there's that uh, Maya mm. Angelou quote that says, people forget what you did and said, but they never forget how you make them feel. When yes. people yeah. feel valued, True. when people know that you're in this for them, mm-hmm. not just for your own for self yourself. and profitability, mm. then I'm not, I'm not you, just you, like you will flourish. Mm. You will flourish. Mm. And, 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 and I think that's what's been so beneficial like for us as a business. Um, because our clients know that we care we, we won't overcharge if it doesn't make sense to. We we won't offer you a service just because we want money if you don't require the service. Mm. You know, mm. we're, we're very fair. Yeah. Like our mm. main priority is to see you achieve your goals. Mm. So that's that's the one thing I wanted to mention. So can we go back to what you were asking? What did you ask again? <laughs> you, did, you did actually answer it. You uh, did actually, Because yeah. what you're saying is that you provide value mm. yes. and the value actually attracts the clients yes. and and ultimately you make the money anyway. So how important is it um, for startups to focus on the value? I know you answered it partially, but I think it's something that I want you to go deeper on um, because a lot of people don't realize entrepreneurship mm. is exactly that. What's mm. the problem? How big is it? And can yes. I solve it? Mm-hmm. Better yeah. than anyone yeah. else. Mm. You know? Yes. Yeah. So what's... What's your question? How important is it to provide value uh, rather you than don't focus have a on the money? No, at the high you don't level. have. I don't think you have a business if you're not focused on value. Mm. Honestly, uh, honestly, mm. um, what can I say? I just think that's that's the bread and butter of your business. The value that you provide to people. Mm. Uh, someone once said to me. You need to put yourself in a position that the client can't live without you, <laughs> without, okay. without your okay. service. 
you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So so find that sweet spot. Find what it what is it that the client can do. And this was what um, made us veer away. You know, in the beginning, we were doing like social media posts for clients and blogging. And we're like, if the economy takes a downturn, the first thing that they're going to cut is social media. Because it's, it's a nice to have. So mm-hmm. find like those core areas that people need mm-hmm. that you have the skill to provide and solve in a way that they can't live without. Not true. Yeah. Right. And, and then the other thing that I, I'm just also going to tell you a story. So um, so when I was deciding on which company I was going to go go to, um, I liked the guy, one guy who went in detail to explain to me the different, like this is a five kilowatt, this is, you know, exp- ex- ex- explaining to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand because I, I, I find that most companies, like um, they just assume that you're looking for this, I'm going to sell it to you, I want 100,000 or whatever. How important it is to um, ec- um, communicate your value proposition as a company because I think he was different from everybody that I went to. He literally presented to me and he was not the cheapest, but I like that he made me comfortable um, yeah. that I can spend money on him. So I just, from your experience, how important it is, is it to um, explain um, um, your, your, your offerings and your value proposition to make clients um, to be comfortable with you? Yes, mm. yes. And, and you know, you're, you're saying two things here. You're mm. saying he explained something to you, but he actually gave you value before mm. he even parted with yes. any money. And I think yes. that's important because mm. sometimes we can come with a value proposition and we want to use all of these nice mm. and fancy words, but mm. people want to know, how is this going to help me? Mm. You know. Mm. And so I do think it's important, and it goes back to what I was saying before, mm. if people know that um, you care about solving their problem, mm. that is going to be your value proposition. Mm. So sometimes we even consult people. Mm. We, we give them value and say, like, these are the gaps and this is how you need to solve it. Mm. Before... Before they'll even pay us, mm. and that comes with being people centric and being people focused. Mm. Mm-hmm. Look at what their problem is and mm. give them consultation. So a, a lot of people utilize free consultation as an entry point, um, mm. um, um, you know, to working with clients. And I think a lot of small business owners can really leverage that. Say, mm. hey, this is free consultation, and that actually allows the client to see what it is you offer mm. and how you can solve that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, this is great. I like that you picked that up. That she, the the salesperson, gave value before. Yes. Even she parted with money, and it's a it's a great thing. Yes. Is it so? It's clearly something that you do mm-hmm. with intention. Mm-hmm. Is it something you coach your clients to do as well as part of your service? Uh, yes. Do you analyze their sales process and coach them in parts of it? Mm, do we analyze their sales process? I'm just trying to think. Well, I'm picking it up from you talking about final development. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm just getting a bit lost in the semantics. But I, I guess it would make sense. But as I say, for us, it's more on the marketing end. And it's more the marketing bringing end. Bringing the leads and measuring it the leads. It is. It is. And um, the other thing that I wanted to add, yeah. yes, going back to the solar witness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 so what I liked about this guy is that he was not the cheapest. Okay. And then wow. he also and he also said to me, um, what you look, what what you need is not what is available now. What the battery that you need, and, and judging by what I see and how you you know like you are um, trying to address your need is that it's gonna come mid um, um, August. So please wait. 
You know, I was so shocked. I was like, usually somebody would have just c- came and said, I want to take your money and this oh is sell. Gosh, yes. So, so yes, for yes. that reason, yes. I'm going to wait for me to, uh, 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 I said, I'm going to spend around September just for that. And like yes. I said, it's not, so you did highlight something like that. So I was just adding to saying, I agree with you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. What are some of the biggest lessons you've learned about entrepreneurship and being an entrepreneur? And your biggest failures. While yes. <laughs> And ah, the price. Uh, she must not forget the price. Ah, it's coming. <laughs> I was about to ask. We're gonna ask. We're gonna, the price must be told. Yes. Biggest. Okay. So let me start with failures because that leads to lessons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Okay. Failures. You. There've been so many. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going so to. So I would say. Okay. So I'm gonna speak more on like the the business sense is yeah. um a lot of. Um, like your business is like an asset of value and sometimes you can treat it a lot like a liability you know what I mean and I think it's it's very important to understand that the business money is not your money for me Mm -hmm. that's that's been a biggest lesson because um I have not been the best at financial management in my business. Like I've been very great at a lot of <laughs> look how look how the financial gurus looking at me <laughs> with those judgmental eyes. What do you mean? I'm like tell them the lesson so they can hear it. <laughs> yeah, but but for me, um, financial management was a big setback because when we didn't stumble about. Uh, did stumble upon hard times, um, I had very little to fall back on because I was spending as much as we made. Mm. <laughs> you know, I really did not pay attention to the My finances. Enjoyment. Of the mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I did not pay attention to the business finances at all and it really came back to bite me in a very hard way. So you have mm. to be so smart about the financial management of your business. Also having processes in place yep. that if mm. people come, you know, what if you fall sick and you have to go for a week? How easy is it going to be for someone to um, take over, you mm. know, even mm. if you store files on Dropbox, I'm sure there's a free version where people can access mm. things like when you're not there. So so I would say that because I'm very much a like big picture thinker, like vision oriented. So when it mm. comes to nitty gritties, I, I slack. So when it comes to like admin and, you know, financial management, so I mean, my ca- I think I, I'm probably like my accountant's worst client because I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I really don't like that stuff. I'm still working on it. I mean, to this day, working on being better in that regard, but you have to sort that out. Mm. Um, mm. So that's been, um, yeah, one of um, a, a, a big one for a you, lesson. Yeah. Um, the other thing is be very, very um, picky about who you work with, who you partner with as like, mm-hmm. Service providers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was picky about choosing these two. Of guys. course, <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course. You know, yeah. I, I think it's very important to have high standards, mm-hmm. and you know, sometimes it's not even about people having like the greatest skills. People start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that I was given a shot in in previous companies where I didn't know anything, mm-hmm. but people knew that I was really passionate and that I worked hard. So if you have someone, I think it's more about that, even more than their skill, mm. uh, more about like their mindset and just the character of the person. Make sure you're working with people who are aligned with you in that sense and people who also have initiative yep. themselves, not people you have to micromanage yeah. because that has wasted a lot of my time, you know, in mm. my business. Mm. Okay, um, how much do you charge? <laughs> I you know what? Well, that well, you don't. Obviously, every client is different. She's yeah. gonna say, but depends. there's that entry level yes. 
and there's the most mm-hmm. one can pay for your services. So mm-hmm. give us the entry level and the most. I can't believe. So that <laughs> your, your customers <laughs> are listening. They need to know whether they can reach you. Like but, but can I tell you why it's so hard to answer this question? Because mm-hmm. it depends on what the client, every client requires something different. Mm-hmm. If you're doing a marketing strategy, it's going to be different from if you're doing an email marketing Let's campaign. say social media management. Mm-hmm. Social media management mm-hmm. for what size business? For corporate. We start with corporate and you do small business. Um, so I would say corporate, you're probably looking at a minimum of about 35K minimum. Mm-hmm. A month? Mm-hmm. A month. Okay. That's affordable. Minimum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, then, so, and then you said like a small business, like yeah. a startup. Yeah. yeah. If, if someone wants to. 50 million and below 10. Yeah, probably about uh, 10. Yeah, probably about that's yeah. fair. Yeah, that's a fair amount. Yeah, yeah. That's a fair amount. Mm. I, uh, considering the amount of value you mentioned. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's, yes. Yeah, it's a fair amount. Exactly. So there's a guy listening somewhere and thinking, exactly. can I afford this lady? Mm. That question was important. Oh, really? Now he knows. <laughs> <laughs> 10,000. It's not, it's not free, guys. <laughs> 10,000, okay? It, it's like going to, to, yeah. to a, a, a supermarket and there's no price. You literally just go away and thinking, I might, I might not be able to afford, to afford this, that. you know? Yeah. So now they can see, <laughs> I can afford. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they'll call in. Uh, how do they find you? Yeah. Oh, how do they find of us? Yes. Um, okay, so I'll start with Jedi Marketing. Jedi Marketing on all platforms, mm-hmm. right? G-E-D-I. Um, yes, J-E-D-I Marketing. So we are mm-hmm. on Instagram. We actually haven't posted in a while. Because okay. we're so busy working. Busting for <laughs> clients. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, exactly. That's always a catch-22. <laughs> you do it for other people. You don't do it for yourself. But yeah, Jedi Marketing on all platforms. And then personally, um, I am Keke Mulato. Mm-hmm. So you can find me on Instagram. Um, if you are an entrepreneur, I think you will benefit more from following me personally. Mm-hmm. Because I do um, speak about entrepreneurship. But especially on TikTok. I think okay. it's fun. I'm really, it. I'm really loving the TikTok space. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, and by the way, guys, if you are into digital marketing, really look at TikTok. I think there are so many, even established businesses that need assistance with TikTok. There mm-hmm. is a huge opportunity there. Huge, okay. huge, huge opportunity. Conversation for another day, though. Yeah, but find me, Keke Mulato. I'm definitely going to be speaking more about like marketing and entrepreneurship. So beautiful. Yeah. All right. That was Keke Muloto, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Uh, from myself, Witness <laughs> Mtaka, Ntando uh, and Seho, yes. and Mr. G. Venchi. <laughs> signing out. Have a lovely evening. Yes. Thank you, guys. Cheers. Thanks. You are listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa.